0: Welcome to On The Proud. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of On The Proud Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Roden,
1: And I'm Remy Johnson. Thank you for listening to us today.
0: Today on this episode, we have former Memphis Tiger with us, Austin Nichols. Welcome to the show, Austin.
1: What's up, Austin? I- Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. How you doing today, man?
2: Doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. Um, just kind of living life right now and, uh, you know, loving what I do, man. Hey, it's good stuff.
0: Well, you're from here in the city. You went to high school yeah. at Briarcrest. You played for the Tigers as well as the Memphis Hustle.
2: Yeah, man. Well, uh, I started going to Briarcrest in seventh grade. And at that point, I, I didn't know what, you know, was in my future at that mm-hmm. time because I was so young. You know, I knew it was a good school to go to. Um, And so I just kind of picked ball up um, really from the age of 10. But as soon as I went to Briarcrest, it was, it was, um, you know, it was, I I got pretty serious with it. And my coach at the time was my AAU coach. And once I got into high school, um, I started every game my freshman year, I started every game my high school career. And my actual first offer was from Memphis. Josh Passner came to the gym. And, uh, offered me right on the spot. And honestly, at that time, I didn't even know that, uh, I was going to go to college to play ball. You know, that, that first offer, I was like, well, you know, if, if everything else, you know, doesn't work out, I could still go to Memphis and play. By the time my junior year rolled around, I was getting offers basically from everywhere. Uh, the best, uh, moment of my Briarcrest career, which is really two, my junior and senior year, we went to state. Um, we lost both games in the state finale. I won't get into it because it's kind of controversial for me, uh, but we played Ensworth um out of nashville both both times, and we lost. but I think uh you know those those two moments for me you know um being with my teammates, going up to Nashville, uh, taking a bus and just hanging out with my teammates um really was you know the cherry on top of everything unfortunately we didn't win you know state but uh the moments and memories that um you know that i gained from that um really was was awesome
0: for sure for sure
2: and then you know after my senior year i had already committed to memphis um early my senior year um and i think i signed in the early period um and so, after my senior year, going into Memphis, it was a tough uh, transition because you know, going from you know playing against high school kids to playing against grown men, basically, yeah. uh, it, it was it was a different you know um, trajectory, I guess, of how the game was played, faster pace, um, you know, stronger bodies, you know, like I said, and national uh, television, yeah, nation- yeah, national, yeah, national television. I mean, I think the first. You know, five or seven games of my career um, were like ESPN games. We played Oklahoma State twice, LSU. Mm-hmm. Um, really, I mean, really good teams. You know, that Oklahoma State team had Marcus Smart, um, uh, Lebron Nash was on that team, a couple other. teams. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, you know, it was it was kind of a uh, you know like a wake up type moment. You know, and um, so I mean. You know, we went one and one against Oklahoma State. They beat our brains in the first game by like 30. I think we played at their place. And then we met them down in Orlando for the championship and won. So that was fun. Uh, And then roll around to my sophomore year. Um, I think it was, you know, basically taking everything that I've learned from my freshman year, rolling it on to my sophomore year Mm -hmm. and just really turning it up. Right. Uh, that's when it was, it it was, you know, for the most part, it was pretty fun. And, and, you know, the memories I made, uh, it wasn't necessarily on the court. It was most of it, you know, hanging out with my teammates, everything off the court, you know, having classes with my teammates, just being goofy and, and uh, just growing up together, basically, you know, and so that that's what I would say would be my, uh, you know, the moment or memories that I made, at Memphis. And uh, so, yeah, that that's basically it from, from the university of Memphis standpoint.
1: You've definitely had a lot of, like you, like we mentioned, I mean, you are a big name guy, especially coming out of high school. So you definitely have had some big matchups along the way. What would you say is your biggest matchup that you ever say that you had, or like most nervous you've ever been for like a specific player or a team?
2: Yeah, man. Um, man, I I've gotten that question multiple times before. And I probably have to say, uh, if it's not college or pro, I'd have to say my senior year, we went to, uh, I think it was right outside of Murray, Kentucky, and we mm-hmm. played Huntington Prep. And if you recall, that's when Andrew Wiggins was on the team and like their top eight guys were going D1.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: So the first half, we were close. It was like a two, three point uh, game. And then the second half, they just come out. We just lost by 30, you know, but um just going up against that kind of competition, I think really prepped me for the le- next level. So, yeah. and I mean, Wiggins at that time was just, no one could, no one could get, stop him. Man, he was so athletic. Um, I mean, we, we had like a five, seven, five, eight point guard who was a freshman guarding him. You know, and, you know, he played really well, but then again, Wiggins, I mean, he was a yeah. number player in the country in high school, number one, like a top pick. Yeah. So I think, um, Again, that really showed our true colors as a team, not by us losing, but not giving. <laughs> yeah. Again.
1: Yeah, that's that's a good point. Cause, I mean, there's just some times where you just can't do anything, especially like you were saying, a five, seven, five, eight point guard guarding the future number one overall pick. I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. So that yeah, it definitely is a battle tested team that you guys were able to compete
2: for sure.
0: So when y'all played him, was he was that before he committed to Kansas or after?
2: I want to say it was uh it was before because. Uh, I can't really remember to be honest with you, man, but, uh, I think it was after the McDonald's game that he committed to. Oh yeah. Okay. And we played him before the McDonald's game. So
0: yeah, usually those big name guys would commit like at that halftime of that game or after yeah.
1: that game. Yeah. 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 So yeah, like you're, you're probably right. It probably was before.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or what inspired you to like play basketball and to get into the game? and make it your sport
2: well when i was 10 i started playing competitively you know like aau and and uh you know ball like that i've always i always had people in my ear coaches um or you know like people that would train me trainers that say you know you really need to think about doing this you know seriously and i did i just i just continued to do that i had a a great um you know my parents believed in me my siblings believed in me and I just continued with it until I got, you know, middle school, then high school. And then I saw all the offers flooding in. I'm like, yeah, maybe I could really, you know, play, you know, yeah. play. And then, um, so basically just, um, the support system that I had, like I said, coaches, trainers, um, ever since 10 years old, man.
0: Who would you have to say your basketball like role model was when you were growing up or wanted to model your game after?
2: Um well really when I was in high school not many people uh in college besides maybe Kyle Wilcher uh he was at Kentucky at the time finished his career at Gonzaga but as far as um you know the NBA and this was my younger days not even in high school was like Brian Cardinal uh Mike Miller uh Dirk was always huge um I mean like LaMarcus Aldridge the way he plays he's yeah. taller a little bit bigger, but the, the way he plays, I mean, so fundamentally sound, you yeah. know, and those were just a couple of guys that I looked up to.
1: A lot of that back to the basket kind of. Yeah, I huge, what you're saying. Now, what would you say is your favorite game about favorite thing about the game of basketball, whether that be on the court, off the court with teammates? Or yeah. Them, what would you say is your f- number one favorite?
2: Yeah, I'll always say uh, off the court with hanging out with teammates, getting to yeah. know them. Getting another families in some instances, and then man on the court, uh, the camaraderie, the chemistry that you build from off the court, um, yeah. And just looking back and seeing something everyone is, you know, had been all in on and it working, and you seeing it work, and it's just a sense of, um, you know, it, it's just a sense of happiness almost that you can, you know, that basically y'all were in boot camp together, suffering, and then you know uh, the plan, uh, unfold correctly in front of your eyes. It's just, uh, it's, it's awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Well, you played at several levels, like we said, high school, college, and Memphis hustle, but overall, what has been your favorite, like memory or favorite, favorite play you've made or.
2: Yeah. I, uh, I can kind of go through each level, uh, if you want an assist, I know in high school, we were playing St. George's and there was not many people there cause it was a Saturday game. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was at the free throw line, uh, but so we called a timeout before. And I, I told, you know, my teammate, I said, man, look, I'm going to be at the free throw line and I'm just going to, I'm not even going to look, I'm just going to throw it to you. Cause you're going to be down there. Mm-hmm. And he was like, all right. I could see it in his face that he was like, kind of iffy about it or whatever. So I caught it on the, you know, the, uh, free throw line, the wide post or whatever. And, uh, just like I said, I just caught it and threw it to him and he, he caught it and dunked it. And I think that was his first dunk ever. And I think, you know, the, the look on his face when, when he did that, it was just like elation, just pure happiness. And I think that right there was, you know, one, my teammate trusted me to make that pass and two. It was his first dunk. I mean, he, he was elated. So, I mean, I was just happy to, to help him out. That was my senior year. Um, so, that was cool. And then, um, as far as Memphis goes, I'm not really sure if I have a, a certain assist. Um, but I do know of a couple plays that I had. Uh, in the first one being my sophomore year against UConn. I know they had a seven-foot center. Uh, his name was Amita Brima. Yep, I remember him. And uh, I know Hell Crawford. My uh, He was my AAU teammate for three, four years growing up. And we both went to Memphis. And uh, he had dunked on him about two or three plays before that. And uh, so we're coming down or whatever. It's a fast break. He passes me the ball. And I I know I'm thinking in the back of my head, all right, this dude's got really long arms. He's a seven foot. Um, so I need to, I need to hurry up and like, get up, dunk it, do whatever I need to do real quick because he's going to send it in the cheap sheets, you know? (laughs) So, uh, so I get up real quick, I slam it, I dunk on him and everything. And that's where you see like the me flexing coming down the court. And that was just like, man, the whole place was erupting. Um, it was awesome, man. It was awesome. And then as far as the hustle, uh, Again, not many assists, but I do recall one play. Um, if you guys know the guy, uh, Chris Bouchier, he plays for the, oh, yeah, Raptors. the Raptors. Yeah. Yeah. Four years, a couple of times, um, or about a year or two. And, um, I, he's a great player. Uh, he was just so skinny and he didn't have much strength on him. Yeah. And him in the deep paint. And, uh, they passed me the ball and I just went up real quick and slammed it with my left real quick. And, mm-hmm. uh, I think that was a, a heck of a play. And then when I went over to the bench, Ivan Rab just looked at me and he like shook his head. And he was like, That was a bad move, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, pretty cool, you know.
1: Yeah, that that is pretty fun. Wait,
0: so where did you play with Ivan Rabb at? Yeah, I guess, he played for the Grizzlies.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he was a he was a assignment player at that time. I think he's with the wanna say the blue coats with Philly's a G League team this year, I wanna say.
0: Did he leave the Knicks? I'm not
2: sure. Um,
0: I, knew, I knew Fisdale brought him in. Yeah, he was on. was there.
2: Man, I haven't, I haven't really heard about Ivan in a minute. Um, I hope he's doing good. Like I said, I saw his highlights in, um, in the G League, you know, a couple of days ago. So, he's, he's right. definitely making some noise, that's for sure.
1: Yeah. Now, let me put you on the spot real quick. Now, yeah. I'm not going to say favorite because I'm not – I'm not trying to get you in any trouble here, but yeah. I say who is the funniest slash most entertaining teammate you've ever had?
2: Thank you for saying not favorite, because I've had multiple interviews where people were like, well, who's your favorite You know, teammate? And I can't name one. You know, I loved all my teammates. So um, the funniest. Oh, man. Um, Trishon Burrell was hilarious. Markel Crawford has always been funny. Uh, Dominic Woodson, my freshman year at Memphis, he was just hilarious. Um, You know, uh, my road trip roomie, Jake McGowell was funny, man. Uh, Shoot, man. uh, I actually played with uh, TB on The Hustle my rookie year. Um, So, you know, he's always been a character. Um, You know, uh, as soon as we get done with this interview, I'm going to name off three or four guys. (laughs) You know, Avery Woodson was was uh, was funny. Jordan Mance was a walk on my my uh, my sophomore year. He was funny. I mean, we had a group of guys that you know, even if we didn't play on the court with each other, we would get along so well off the court that you know, you you think we'd be like brothers basically. Right. Um, and you know, I got to add my 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 freshman year. You know, Joe Jackson would never. He would always be so quiet, man. He'd yeah. always be quiet but i'd you know crack a joke in the locker room or something like that no one would laugh or whatever and i'd like look over at joe and he'd just be like smiling and <laughs> it's funny so that's what counts you know
1: <laughs> that's all that matters i mean
0: make you a memory. you were at yeah. the same time as Shaq goodwin correct
2: yeah yeah he was a uh, sophomore my freshman year a junior my sophomore he uh he didn't necessarily stay to himself a lot but um he taught me a lot, you know, my freshman year, you know, some of the coaches, um, assistant coaches and stuff that, you know, like Robert Kirby and that that would train us and and do drills with us and, and stuff. And sometimes I, I'd kind of get upset by some of the stuff that he'd say and Shaq would be like, all right, man, just, you're good. Just come, just say, yes, sir. Just say, okay, you're good. You're good. And I learned a lot from Shaq, not just yeah. from basketball, but in life in general, you know, because some of the stuff that he's told me about, you know, he's gone through in life and stuff and, and, uh, just, just being a good person, man. And, you know, I think all, uh, all the Memphis fans know him by his smile too. So, uh, the oh, yeah. happy go lucky guy, that's for sure.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong. Was Michael Dixon Jr. on your team as well?
2: Yeah. Yeah. He was there. My, uh, with yep. Chris Crawford, Joe Jackson and, uh, Jaron Johnson too. the four guards. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah i bet that was a fun team and fun group of guys to be around
2: yeah it definitely was and i i will recall we played i got my freshman year at the forum for college game day i remember that oh man memory we were down like seven or eight points with like i think like two minutes left or something like that and uh i remember we turned the ball over back down one of their guards uh hit me in the nose with the elbow. I broke my nose, came to the bench and I was bleeding out of my nose. And you know, when you get hit in the nose,
0: I remember that they grabbed you like a towel on the court or something. Mm -hmm. And you ran off the court.
2: Yeah. When, when you get hit in the nose, man, it doesn't mean you're crying, but when you have like your eyes, yeah, 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 you
1: get stuff in your eye. Yeah. 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 I got you.
2: Asner's just in my face, like yelling, like you got a man up, you got a man up. And I'm sitting here like, man, I'm good. I'm not crying, dude. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> it's, uh, we end up winning the game. Um, Joe gets that huge block on that uh, uh, seven footer, and that really sealed the deal for us. And that, it was awesome. Yeah.
0: Joe graduated from the same high school we just graduated from. Yeah. White White Station.
2: Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Did you ever play White Station when you were at Barcrest?
2: Yeah, I played in my senior year, uh, and LeBron Black and Chris Giles were there. Uh, okay. I think were time, um, and we got gave them a pretty good run for their money. Um, but you know, being in that different division, that inner city school type mentality, they they end up getting us. But uh, we we gave them a pretty good game.
0: Man, I tell you, so many like great classic high school here in the city of Memphis. It's
2: like oh yeah.
1: We got some great basketball here. We're a basketball town for sure.
2: Oh for sure, man. I think hundred percent. I mean, at all levels, really.
1: What would you say is your favorite thing about the city
2: of Memphis? Besides what? the food. <laughs> all right. <I> think, uh <laughs> besides the food, man. I think um
0: Are you gonna say John Morant?
2: Shoot, John Morant. I mean, yeah, he he's a he's a close he's a close second. That's for sure. <laughs> good for sure oh, yeah. but I, uh you know the sense of camaraderie us being oh, done yeah. and uh you know you're you're i'm always looking on uh social media and i always see people helping a, a, other people whether it's you know to change a tire or you know during the ice storm when no one had water to to you know bringing people water or whatever it is and i think um that's one of the best things about memphis that is uh, low key underrated.
1: I I definitely agree with that. 100. But
2: John Brand is really up there. I saw his, <laughs> that 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 little pass he had the fake uh, around the back last night. Oh my gosh! That was dude. He
0: faked Westbrook out. He did that fake behind the back and he threw it around. Yeah, that was incredible.
1: Yeah,
2: that was a, killer. Man, he's a dog.
0: And John, ja, I, man, I hope I hope one day we can have a parade down Bill Street.
2: Oh man, dude. I I think if we if we can keep jaw and the young core with Jaron Jackson, Brandon Clark um, together, man, we'll, we'll be, we'll, I mean, we're special right now, I. I but I see nothing but up from here. man. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, it's also March madness time. So what are your thoughts on Penny Hardaway and how he's leading this team throughout this hard COVID season?
2: Well, of course I, I'll first start by saying, uh, you know, it's, any college program, Division one, two, three, JUCO, whatever, it's definitely hard uh, through this COVID experience. This is this is something that none of us has faced before, uh, especially a um, an athletic program. Yeah. So with that being said, um, you know I think the Tigers the past five games before this past Houston game that we lost on the buzzer, which was a heartbreaker. Um, was was a definitely a good look for sure they didn't even
0: start the clock on time it was terrible
2: they they did not i saw that and um it's controversial that's for sure but then again they're in houston they probably have houston refs i've never
0: seen worse refs than those refs that game they were so biased against memphis and they were definitely pulling for the cougars
2: yeah well i mean uh, that's how it goes sometimes and to go Buzzer beater. I've, uh, like I told many people, I've been on both sides of that. It's horrible when you're on the, uh, the losing side of it, but it's great. It's, it's elation when, uh, when you're on the winning side of it, which takes me back to my sophomore year at Tulane. I hit a, uh, game winning, um, shot on the side of the, um, at the extended block area, which was awesome. Um, so I don't know, man. I think he's doing, a, um, a, a pretty, a pretty good job. Um, now, it's, it's good if you can get five star athletes, these good five, four star athletes. Um, but you, you have to produce and that's, it doesn't matter who you are. Um, what program you're at, uh, eventually you got to produce. And if you don't, I mean, you know, it, it, it's a job, you know, um, and so I got all the faith uh, in the world in Penny. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing them, um, seeing what we do, um, in the tournament, man. Um, yeah. so as far as that goes, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to what what we can do, man. Make a run.
0: Hopefully, we can, we can win this conference championship.
2: We've got yeah. the talent.
0: We've got well, the talent. I, I, well, I wanted to give a couple of shout outs to one to Boogie Ellis for winning American Athletic Conference Sixth Man of the Year. Yeah, one, Musa Cisse Athletic conf, American Athletic Conference Freshman of the Year and All Freshman Team. Landers Nolly All Conference First Team, which is his first year in the conference after playing at. Virginia tech and then halo I've heard some rumors from Penny Hardaway press conference saying he's 30% and he doesn't think he'll return to the team this season, but maybe if we'll go deep into the tournament, he might. And then Mm -hmm. some, uh, two other key points are president David Rudd stepping down. We want to wish best of luck to him. And Mm -hmm. then same thing to Tom Bowen getting the AD job at Arkansas state.
2: Awesome, man. Yeah. I want to, I kind of want to piggyback on um, Dr. Rudd, uh, the comment and say, You know, when I came back to Memphis, um, I only had a couple credits left. It was a few classes, and he helped me out with an academic scholarship for me to finish out and get my degree. So I just graduated in May. So huge shout-out to him. I appreciate everything he's done for me, and um, wish him nothing but the best, man. That's awesome.
0: Well, Austin, is there anything you'd like to say to our listeners today?
2: Just to the listeners, man, whenever you see this on social media, retweet it, like it, share it whatever you got to do support these guys they are they're really good dudes and uh yeah man um just keep going man thank you so we much appreciate bro. it yeah man
1: i'm your host robert Rotten, and i'm ramey johnson love you guys
2: peace don't forget to join us next time on the prowl. With the boys, yeah, we swoops, yeah, we swoops. And we got them high clocks, and we'll shoot,
1: and we'll shoot. With the Mercedes Benz in the coop, in the coop. And this shit's so fing hard, it's on loop, it's on loop.